Welcome to the No Budget Indie Filmcast, where we dip into the independent film universe to highlight those little films that you might not have heard about elsewhere. Will you agree with our panel? Or will our panel agree with each other? Tune in to find out. I am Milo Dennison, and with me, as always, is Claire Milan. Hello. And Kyle Feeney. Hello. Today, we're looking at a film called Bob Ross, Happy Accidents, Betrayal, and Greed. So when it comes to the PBS stuff, there's in the U.S., which is public broadcasting uh, for you Europeans. So in the hierarchy of public broadcasting, you've got like Mr. Rogers and just under Mr. Rogers is Bob Ross. And then there's probably like, you know, Ed Burns documentaries and stuff like that. And Doctor Who reruns. But um, so Bob Ross is kind of like a beloved person throughout the States. And so it's kind of funny when you see a documentary about him. And of course, they still play him up like, you know, he's this wonderful guy, even though they kind of hint at times when he maybe not wasn't as wonderful. But mostly this documentary is his son's story of how. Bob got involved with these this couple that kind of runs his business. The Wachowskis, I think. Is what Kowalskis. Kowalskis. I think it's Kowalskis. Yeah. You're, you're probably right. Kowalskis, that sounds right. Yeah, Walt and Annette and Kowalski. Annette, I think. <laughs> what? Annette. Is it? Yeah, uh, and Kowalski. Okay. I think so it's he, Annette, isn't it? Yeah. Annette? Annette and Walt. <laughs> so he gets involved. We'll just say the Kowalskis. And at first, everything seems great. They're kind of running the business. He's doing his paintings for the show. He's becoming more and more popular and just really encouraging people to paint and doing these workshops. And people are coming to the workshops and learning his technique and that kind of stuff. And as it goes on, we kind of learn that there's a bit of a rift between them. And the Kowalskis are really just kind of working Bob out of the business and the Kowalskis kind of take control of his name, his paintings and the, the videos and that kind of stuff. And eventually, as we all know, Bob Ross dies. And what happens is the Kowalskis kind of own Bob Ross industries. And his son is actually saying, Hey, you know, what about us? What about me, his son? What about the family and that kind of stuff? So there's, that story aspect to it. And they get into Bob Ross's life a little bit. He was married twice. So they just kind of hint at the first wife, even though the son is actually from the first wife. So you think they would have talked about that relationship a little bit more. Uh, They uh, talk about the second wife quite a bit. And they also hint that possibly Bob and Annette had an affair. We don't really see too much of that. So, you know, maybe Bob wasn't as great of a person as as he's kind of led to believe, but it sounds like he just really loved painting and really loved sharing the experience of painting and teaching painting. And um, in the middle of all of that, he kind of let the business get taken over, which is really more or less what this movie's about. Yeah, it's quite interesting because I remember seeing Bob Ross at The Joy of Painting and since I was very young, it used to pop up on our national television on RT1 and uh, yeah, I was always mesmerized by it. And it was amazing how um, calm he was and how like it's such a simple setup. It's just literally uh, a black curtain or black wall and then him painting. And even his voice as well was so calm and gentle. And they showed his um, a, a painter who he modeled off and he was very, very different energy. Um, but yeah, he comes across like a, a very, he was he seemed like a genuinely lovely guy. 
and and yeah it was yeah and very tragic as well I just think he got he was probably he comes across slightly naive and when the Kowalskis came on came into his life he seemed to trust them with everything and uh, and then his son as well. You can really tell in documentary, his son is absolutely, he's grieving and angry. And it's very sad to see. Uh, and I was wondering as well, was that his natural hair <laughs> with the perm? <laughs> but it's actually, he actually got a permed. It wasn't, it wasn't a natural hair <laughs> haircut, you know? Um, yeah, I, I thought um, it was an interesting documentary. It's funny, I didn't watch it in one go. I watched it in three different parts because there was something missing out of it for me there is something as you said it wasn't I, I was trying to figure out whose mother the son was but only touching her very briefly and he seemed to be um in the military I think or in the air force mm-hmm. before he he started painting and I'd love to hear more heard more about that and and more about the man uh behind the the paintings he does but they, they got stuck into the Kowalskis and and all the the kind of controversy. It was just it seems, it seems a very very sad end to his life, and he left this big massive legacy. And and yeah, there was something missing out of it. But it was funny because before tonight, I was looking at his paintings and the paintings behind. We actually look at them, you know, online. They're absolutely stunning. And it's amazing he could do them within thirty minutes. Like that's just amazing. They're they're so vivid and beautiful. And um, that's the legacy he leaves behind. But the Kowalskis, they still own his name. And I think they still they still have his like all his branded stuff. And it's just desperately sad for the son that he doesn't. He looks like his his father wants to leave him the, the legacy. And he's he's there's there's still a lot of stuff going on and legal stuff. And and I know the the Kowalskis didn't want to be involved in the documentary. I don't they didn't contribute anything to the documentary. I think there was footage from other stuff they found. Um, but yeah, it's just desperately, desperately sad. But there is something missing for for, for me. I'd like to know more about who he was. And I didn't really get that as much as I wanted to in the documentary. Um, well, I, I, I never heard of Bob Ross. Really? Uh, no, no. Mm. Uh, and I'm, I'm interested to know that he was on RTE. Uh, must have been after my time. Giving away something there, so uh, so I, I I approached this with an open mind. I was thinking, okay, this is it's probably something interesting here. And the way it was sort of pitched, there was a story of you know betrayal and trust and and uh, okay, there's going to be there's going to be some something juicy in this that'll make it worth my while watching. But uh, I, I I I found it was it was sort of it was caught between two stools. This this documentary, it was either, it was, it was trying to tell the story of Bob Ross, give a big bit of background. And for people who knew Bob Ross, which seems to be quite a lot of people, it would have been interesting, nice little tidbits of information like his hair, for instance. Um, But then it was sort of, it would sort of drop in sort of hints to the Kowalskis and you'd be sinister kind of, you know, references to them, you know, the baddies, they're the baddies of the story. But it, it sort of mentioned him and then it kind of moved away, went back to exploring his 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 own sort of development as a as a TV star and a, and a painter and his background and his relationship with his son. And and I just found that that 
they they tried to turn like a, a half hour documentary into a ninety minute documentary. Like I, I just I, I was a bit disappointed by that. There wasn't enough for me as somebody who doesn't know Bob Ross uh, to be interested in. It was okay, but I was I was waiting for the real meat of the story the whole time, and it wasn't until the very near again that it, that uh, he got that. So. Yeah, I think he's probably a more interesting guy than what the documentary portrays. Yeah, it's just there's something lacking, and they they said that um, the the phone the the try they seem to try to create a bit of controversy where there doesn't seem to be controversy, or try to yeah, mine stuff that that yeah there was there's no meat to it really. I mean there was uh, accusations thrown around, but there was no real meat to it. I was waiting for the twist or. Something, just something massive, but it didn't really. It was just, it was so hard to watch, and that's why I watched it in three parts. Yeah, it's true because it, it's basically the son's story with a couple other stories added in, like a couple painters that knew him. Like it had the other couple of painters that painted the flowers and stuff that they kind of went off to the Wachowskis about that as well. And but it, it's kind of like the the filmmaker couldn't fully decided decide what story they wanted to tell and kind of tried to and jumped around a little bit too much you know and it and it's like yeah if you're going to tell the story of the Wachowskis Wachowskis Kowalskis Kowalskis if you're going to tell that story you know then tell that story if you're going to tell Bob Ross's story about you know the paintings and the teaching then tell that story um, you know, but yeah, just, you know, just dabble these little things in here, but then don't actually hash any of them out. It, it, it does kind of make it a bit, you know. Yeah. It was wanting. like a jigsaw puzzle, but bits miss, missing. And from one person's, two people's perspective, one person's perspective. And it was, it was just a little bit, yeah, mixed match of everything. And I, yeah, it was hard to grasp who exactly the man was. I came out at the end of it and, um, yeah, I just didn't know. I think he did come out reasonably well out of it. I, I was yeah. expecting that to be to be something that would taint his legacy in some way, but it wasn't. I, okay, okay, even if he did have an affair with Annette Kowalski, so what? Like, uh, I mean, he didn't. He didn't seem to be. He seemed to be genuine like the whole time, and he genuinely yeah. wanted to leave his estate to his son, and he he was sort of double crossed. Like it is. It is very, it was very an, annoying what happened. Like, you know, like, even though I don't know these people and, and so on, you do, you do, you do sort of feel that he was somehow betrayed the son, like, uh, and he, he was swindled out of his, out of his legacy. And he can't even, like, he can't even use his father's name. Like, uh, so, uh, oh, by the way, spoiler alert for anybody. Yeah. It? Yeah, but like it, it, it is, it is quite sad. But like I said, it, it didn't really get to that part of the story until the very end. Yeah, he can't even use his own name, really. You know, the the the, the last name because it was um, what's the son's name? Jay. Actually, he he can use it. I think they 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 came to uh, an agreement with the Kowalskis where he can uh, use it now. Where where but he can use his own name. Yeah. Okay. So he can use Steve Frost because they, they kind of got into that a little bit. So that's good, I guess. But I mean, kind of annoying that he had to, you know, work out an agreement with the Wachowskis. Yeah, which seems ridiculous. It's, it's, all, it's all wrapped up in sort of, you know, the, the legalities of it. It just seems completely bizarre. Like, 
And I'd say, like they said in the film, that that they couldn't afford to appeal. I'd say if they could have afforded to appeal, it would have been completely different. And and I don't know if that if those avenues are closed off now, uh, but maybe not. Uh, maybe there's there's more to come. Yeah, I mean, maybe the the press from this film, this documentary, will help, or the money that they made from it will that they can use towards that, or maybe they can work out some kind of a deal. Because like they talked about the contract that they had. So it was with Bob Ross's brother got like 51% and Bob Ross's son got 49%. So then the brother signs it over to the Wachowskis. Well, that still means that the son would have 49%. So Mm. why, you know, but they don't really answer that question of like, why is he getting nothing from that 49%? So did he also sign something over that they don't mention in this? Or was there something else going on in there? So so I, 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 they, I think they also intentionally maybe left something out. I could be wrong on that because this is yeah. very, it's a very yeah, one-sided missing. Yeah, Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was lawyers going over this and they said, listen, take it out. Just, there's something something missing out of it that mm-hmm. is there and we're not, it had not in documentary. And that, that did seem quite strange that he, he was completely cut out of it. I'm sure, like as Slayer said, lawyers have looked at this and and decided that he 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 has no claim on it, which it it should seem very very odd. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad because it yeah Bob Ross is. I mean, yeah, that he's got that soothing voice. He's great just to sit back. You throw some Bob Ross on and relax and listen to him painting some happy trees. And he's uh, just fantastic. And and I I agree with kind of what you said, Kahal. I, I think he seemed very genuine. Like, I get the impression that what you saw for the most part is what you get in regards to it. Yeah, and that's what they said in it. And it's funny because when I saw his documentary on Netflix, I thought it was going to be a massive scandal now because I'd seen his programs and he was so lovely and gentle. I just thought, okay, there's going to be really big dirt dug off on Bob Ross. But there wasn't. He actually was like that. And they said that. And it's it's nice because normally the situation is different. You see these people on television, they're completely different in real life. But yeah, he was a genuinely nice guy who adored his painting and adored teaching it. And yeah. And he, he, even with his interactions with the public, what they showed, he, he just seemed to be genuinely quite engaged with them. Although you could you could say that uh, his, his hair was fake and his voice was fake. Because he did say, didn't he, that he, that he deliberately put on that soothing voice for uh, he thought it would, it would come across much better. And he was worried. Uh, they didn't mention it in this, but I actually saw something about Bob Ross a long time ago, and he was talking about the hair. And he actually said at one point that he actually was getting, he was sick of it, but it was his image. And so he <laughs> had to keep it. <laughs> I can uh, imagine, yeah. Unless he had a wig or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then again, if he's like, seen it in public and everything like that. Just normal hair, and then when he goes on his show, pops the wig on and yeah. does it. It's like if he was still alive today, with the wig, would look very strange, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> totally. uh, all right, guys, let's rate it. Uh, who wants to go first? Okay, I'll go first. So, yeah, it was it was a bit disappointing this documentary, uh, but it, it's lovely to know that Bob Ross is genuinely a nice guy, and but there's stuff missing from it for me. And uh, yeah, I, I, I just find it hard to keep my attention on it. So I'm going to give it two and a half stars. 
I I did watch it in one sitting, uh, but I, I was I was fooled into 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 thinking that any minute now it's gonna move up a gear. Uh, so I, as, as I didn't I didn't know Bob Ross. I didn't really have a particular interest in his backstory. And then ultimately, I felt they they tried to balloon a half hour documentary into you know into a full feature documentary. So I will give it two stars. Ooh, you guys are harsh, harsh. Yeah, I know, I feel a bit guilty now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is Bob Ross, people. Bob Ross. The Carl uh, didn't know him, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go three stars. I was leaning towards three and a half, but you guys kind of talked me down with your sad mm. reviews um, or with your ratings. But uh, but yeah, it, it 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 was it was it was nice to watch. But uh, it, yeah, it could have been better, unfortunately. But it, I don't think this should taint Bob Ross's life in any way, because as a person, he was too fantastic. Well, no budget film cast listeners. There you have it. We uh, are a bit iffy on the film. If you want to watch it, it's on Netflix. Check it out and let us know what you think. If you rate it a bit higher than we do, a bit lower, or if you agree, you can reach out to us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at No Budget Show or leave a comment. And uh, yeah, that's it. So we'll just say, see you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>